I'm like, oh, baby, oh, baby. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings, gamers, and welcome back for yet another episode of the G3 Podcast. We are back. Holy crap. We are back. Check it out, guys. I uh, want to apologize, first and foremost, that we've been off air for pretty much the better part of a month. That is uh, chiefly on my part. Uh, Omega, my main rig over here, went ahead and went down uh, beginning of last month, basically right after we recorded the last episode, because it was so damn good. I'm just kidding. Uh, but what I did is I went ahead and I had to uh, assess what the problem was, look through some things, and I realized my motherboard crashed. You PC gamers out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about, the woes of PC gaming. Uh, that being said, it, it was a unique piece, uh, and when I finally realized what it was that was actually broke, I had to go ahead and order the motherboard. That's still not going to be here for quite some time, supply and demand uh, type constraints. And so I had to jerry-rig another setup here. Um, with the remaining components that I had and it's not the greatest so that being said you're not gonna see a talking head video from me the entire time I went ahead and I was able to uh, put together a couple video pieces to try and play catch-up for the entire month that we went ahead and we were offline so um, you know once again uh, if you weren't tracking it's other than your boy known as ice on all things gaming social media i don't even know if that came through right now because the stuff is so wonky um that being said we wanted to go ahead and get this to you guys so uh it's going to be faster funnier we're just going to kind of cover some things uh you'll watch some video i'll talk about some things and talk about our impressions that we've had on the show um unfortunately the the co-hosts uh, have been otherwise uh, unavailable to go ahead and put together a show otherwise we would have gone ahead and done that for you guys already um, and yeah, if you couldn't catch it, uh, or if you didn't, uh, make sense of it right off the top, we added a little extra animation in there, um, an audio piece, and that was more so something that we'll talk about later on in the show. But you know what, let's get straight into it. So right off the jump, shortly after we went ahead and we went offline, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor went ahead and came out to, uh, some pretty good critical success named one of the greatest Star Wars games ever, period. Uh, this follows about five years uh, after our protagonist's um, story in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, it, you know, it seems like a really great game. Uh, by all accounts, it's going ahead and getting uh, outstanding reviews. Uh, when we take a look at Open Critic right now, it's got an overall mighty score of 84 and an 87 critic recommendation 87 percent critic recommendation it's a great game it came out with you know some some hiccups regarding the uh pc uh playability if you will some stuttering some uh frame rate issues or what have you but at at the base of it all uh people have said that it is a really great game story wise and gameplay wise just a couple little things with uh optimization and honestly that's something that can happen in you know, kind of a, a day two, day three patch type of deal. So uh, by all accounts, this is potentially one that we're going to see come out at the end of the year as a game of the year contender. Uh, I'm really looking forward to playing. I haven't gotten to sink my teeth into it just yet, but uh, you know, if it is, again, anything compared with 
Fallen Order, which received uh, a lot of great uh, both fan and critic acclaim, then this is going to be a game uh, just like that. So watch out for uh, Jedi Survivor if you haven't already picked it up. Uh, moving right into our next bit, shortly after our uh, last aired episode, there was a, oh man, there was another game that you guys might have heard about, and it was Redfall. So the Vampire Slayer out of uh, Bethesda's Arcane Austin went ahead, and it looked like a really appealing game, uh, something that I think a lot of people were looking forward to, although there was... You know, a lot of uh, mismatch in the communication about the game that had come out. We initially heard that it was going to be playable 60 frames. Turned out that it was only playable 60 frames on the PC version. And, I mean, I've personally heard some different uh, feelings insofar as playing it on the Xbox Series X. Uh, I've heard muddy. I've heard slow. Uh, and that's not just referring to the frame rate, unfortunately. Because, uh, you know, Bethesda went ahead and tried to... Uh, aim pretty high but uh, the actual outcome was a little bit lesser than expected even the gameplay has been quoted as being slow and uh, just not really up to snuff for what you would expect of a Bethesda game that being said um, this thing reviewed nowhere near as well as Xbox had hoped with an overall open critic weak rating uh, coming in at a critics average score of 58 and a um, recommended or for the fans recommending it 14 percent not very good not very good especially coming out the gate as one of xbox's first party 70 dollars titles this has been one of the biggest complaints and you've heard everything from game pass fodder to uh, poor management on the part of xbox of all their now internal studios uh, with bethesda but this is you know this is not without uh, its uh, recourse uh, Xbox went ahead and has said a few things about uh, staying the course, going ahead and putting the game out, adjusting it uh, as necessary to better meet fans' expectations going forward in the future. And, I mean, if you're looking at the trailer right now, it, it honestly looks pretty good. Um, it's really upsetting that this did not meet uh, expectations of what fans were hoping for initially. And we'll see if they can uh, have a quality comeback. That being said, um, that shortly after uh, this trailer is done, uh, I'll show you there's an excerpt from a kind of funny X-Cast uh, interview that they did with uh, Xbox's head, Phil Spencer, shortly after the release of Redfall. And the question came up, but there was actually some other stuff that Phil said, which I found uh, highly interesting, and I wanted to go ahead and, and highlight some of that here uh, in a moment. Just, it, it's wild because the internet and social media uh, kind of took it by storm and just went all out with this thing. Uh, and quite frankly, I think they were a little uh, out of place with, uh, you know, their accusations and what they were saying uh, regarding this interview with Phil. Uh, but nevertheless, I don't think it's uh, as big of a deal than they made out to be. And I'll kind of talk about that here in a moment. Uh, just looking well, forward no, to uh, getting to the stage and you have to forgive me because I did edit the video here but uh, it's not <laughs> it's not edited to exactly every place that I wanted to stop and honestly I'm talking faster than I expected the uh, 
the video to pummel through all these trailers. So bear with me, guys, uh, as we get to the part coming up here. Uh, just check out what Phil had to say. A lot of conversation, of course. I want to praise you and the team for really elevating the PC side of this Xbox ecosystem. I think we've seen a lot of great strides in that. But when you see the community talk about the console side of things, do you think you've lost the focus or maybe put too much onto the PC side? Do you think that the console is still getting the console love that it deserves, whether it be the homepage update, achievements, of course, looking forward and using the power of this next gen? Do you think you guys have lost that focus or is it still there? And can we see more love on that side? Well, we'll definitely continue to focus on on making our console experience as, as great as it can be. I like the the homepage refresh and some stuff. I will say this might be disruptive as well. Um, we have a different vision. You know, Paris talked about this. It's play the games you want with the people you want anywhere you want. We want Xbox to be something that people who buy our console can feel like they're a member of, obviously, who are playing on PC, who are playing on cloud, that they feel like, feel like they're full members um, of our ecosystem. Game Pass players can play um, on many different devices, and, and we remain fully committed to that. Um, we're not in the business of out-consoling Sony or out-consoling Nintendo. Um, there isn't really a great solution or win for us. And I know that will upset a ton of people, but it's just the truth of the matter is that when you're third place in the console marketplace and the top two players are as strong as they are and have, um, in certain cases, very, very dis discreet focus on doing deals and other things that will um, that kind of make being Xbox hard for us as a team. That's on us, not on anybody else. Our vision is that everybody who's on console has to feel like they have a great experience and they're a first-class citizen. They've invested a ton in our platform, but we are not in a position, and I, I see it out there. I see commentary that if you just build great games, everything would turn around. It's just not true that if we go off and build great games, all of a sudden you're going to see console share shift in some dramatic way. We lost the worst generation to lose in the Xbox One generation where everybody built their digital library of games. Um, so when you go and you're building on Xbox, we want our Xbox community to feel awesome. But this idea that if we just focused more on great games on our console, that somehow we're gonna win the console race, I think doesn't really lay into the reality of most people, like 90% of the people every year who walk into a retailer to buy a console, are already a member of one of the three ecosystems and their digital library is there. This is the first generation where the big games that they're playing um, were games that were available last gen. When you think about Fortnite and Roblox and Minecraft, like the continuity from generation to generation is so strong. I see a lot of pundits out there that kind of want to go back to the time where we all had cartridges and discs and every new generation was a clean slate and you could switch the whole console share. That's just not the world that we are in today. There is no world where Starfield's an 11 out of 10 and people start selling their PS5s. That's not going to happen. Um, so what we have to do, and we have this unique vision because we see what creators want to do. Creators want to build games that can meet players on any screen. People play with their friends regardless of what other screen they're on. And the console is the core of the Xbox brand. There's no doubt. So 
So like we will stay focused on making sure that console experience is awesome. But I know some people want to hold us up of just being a better green version of what the blue guys do. Um, and I'm just going to say, like, there's not a win for Xbox in staying in the wake of somebody else. We have to go off and do our own thing with Game Bass, with the stuff we do with xCloud and the way we build our games. Sorry, it was a little long-winded. No, that was perfect. No. And unfortunately, we so do have- Pretty long-winded there by Phil, but I hope you guys were able to catch what I caught in that uh, going ahead. And, and it's probably the first acknowledgement that we've ever actually heard of Xbox going ahead and having uh, a th you know any type of rack and stack placement by way of the the big three PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. Uh, Phil going ahead and acknowledging that they as a company, uh, as a publisher, are in third place. But then more so, the stuff that you probably heard that everybody kind of took by storm uh, in the news was the fact of. Uh, Xbox, you know, the mentality being they're not really gunning for that first place anymore, that narrative of, uh, you know, just make great games and it'll all go well. And to, to a good point, I agree with what Phil is saying insofar as, uh, yeah, the Xbox One generation was the worst generation to lose, um, but we'll talk about that uh, a little bit more later on. What you're seeing right now is uh, Asus went ahead and announced the Republic of Gamers uh, the ROG Ally, and so this is uh, two different versions that they uh, are coming out with, and the low end, uh, I believe we said is uh, around $500, and the higher end is around 600 This thing is supposed to be a Steam Deck competitor. Uh, some would argue it's a Steam Deck killer. It's a pretty impressive piece of tech, quite honestly. Uh, for the price point, though, I don't know if the price point was dictated more so by uh, the availability of you know, hardware uh, solutions and components that they could go ahead and put into it. Um, it is quite the struggle though, insofar as being able to afford that price point. And uh, I know a lot of gamers are on board with the idea and I know uh, some other gamers aren't super crazy about it. Um, you know, it's also kind of interesting to me, stupid humor, but I thought it was interesting that the Steam Deck is kind of your matte black finish and then the uh, ROG Ally is, you know, white with black accents. And to me, it's just kind of funny uh, because they almost seem like they are uh, spec built as competitors in that regard. Uh, but nevertheless, you see a lot of the cool um, design aspects regarding this thing from uh, first access types, uh, you know, uh, influencers that I've seen uh, have access and hands-on with this device. I've heard people say that the fan is really impressive for how low uh, the sound output is compared with when they're going in and playing whatever games. Um, the grips and the ability to hold this thing is light. It's, you know, heavier than a Switch, but lighter than uh, a Steam Deck, and yet it, it goes ahead and it has all the Windows features that you might expect of a Windows PC, so you can play all of your different uh, PC clients on there, whether it be um, Game Pass, you know, downloading uh, stuff to the device. I believe folks have said that you can stream. Uh, and then there's, I mean, you name it, Steam, Epic Games, GOG, whatever it is you want to put on there, you should be able to put on there without having a jailbreak or work around the system. And yeah, as you can see it right now, um, 600 and $700 actually was what the, the price points were. So it's not a, not a, you know, a small ask for gamers, especially when you're talking about the mobile space. Uh, something else that uh, came up, 
<laughs> something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, Ed Boone and the folks over at NetherRealm Studios went ahead and announced uh, the second coming, if you will, and that being uh, this new title, Mortal Kombat 1. A lot of fans were expecting that it was going to be Mortal Kombat 12 or, or something thereafter. You know, when we're talking about Mortal Kombat 11 and uh, Aftermath uh, being kind of the, uh, you know, the, the, the true endgame storyline stuff uh, to Mortal Kombat 11. Um, but right now you're looking at what looks to be some really awesome gameplay with a lot of your classics. You got uh, who appears to be Kong Lao. I think we saw Raiden in there. Melina uh, is going to get seen right here. Yep, looking all fine with them nasty-ass teeth. Uh, Kitana's in there. Uh, Scorpion, Sub-Zero. I mean, you name it, you got all the heavy hitters by way of a Mortal Kombat title. And this is supposed to be, by all accounts and by what the, the NetherRealm, and, and, uh, NetherRealm team and Ed Boon have said, is this is going to be not only a, a spiritual reboot, but... It's going to continue the storyline. Now, how it's actually going to go ahead and continue the storyline uh, from Mortal Kombat 11, I think that's the pieces that we're looking for. Uh, as fans, we're looking for some tie-ins uh, to make things you know, kind of more holistic. Uh, and right now, you're getting to see uh, a fan favorite return in Shang Tsung. So this looks to be a pretty epic game. Uh, we're going to see some, some crazy-ass uh, executions and stuff going on right now. So I'm going to go ahead and shut up and let this uh, the rest of this play out real quick. You have chosen to defy peace. Then you have chosen war with a god. Dude, was that just not epic? Was something about Mortal Kombat? They like to go ahead and just go overkill on so many things, and it's laughable and crazy at the same time. So this got announced for a September nineteenth release date, and I'm all for it. Uh, shortly after the the Mortal Kombat one reveal, you had PlayStation did a showcase. Showcase is probably not the right word, but they did go ahead and show off a few things, including uh, this much rumored Project Q, uh, which turns out to be and in-house, and I say in-house being you're going to have to use this thing on the same Wi-Fi network as your PS5 in order to stream games to it. Why you'd want to do that and who this is marketed for, I don't know. Uh, they do have some snazzy little uh, Sony, you know, PlayStation uh, 5 color-schemed earbuds that are also available in case you want to I don't know, uh, abandon your family and go hide in the basement because someone's using the TV and you only have one TV in the house. I don't know who it's marketed for, I'm sorry. Um, that being said, we're looking for more information coming on that in the future. The one big takeaway from the showcase, I would say is probably this one right here, and it is Spider-Man 2. We've known the game's coming, but we finally got to see uh, a whole lot more of the gameplay. You'll have to forgive me because Sony went ahead and was super mm, what's what's the word they, they were putting a lot of bets in on spider-man 2 uh because in the i want to say it was an hour and a half or something like an hour and a half uh showcase presentation about 12 minutes 
was put in as just Spider-Man 2, you know, trailer and gameplay alone. A mix of cinematics along with gameplay. Uh, and I'll tell you what, the cuts that I made here do not do it justice. Spider-Man 2 is looking like a fantastic game. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Spider-Man 1 uh, or Spider-Man 2018, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, you know, call me a Spider-Man aficionado, a fan, whatever. Uh, I was in tears uh, finishing the story. Maybe not like bawling, but you know, there was a couple rolling down the cheek. And so uh, Insomniac Games have gone ahead and promised that Spider-Man 2 is going to be more of the same. You're going to have your heavy-packed action sequences, uh, really great gameplay storyline that's going to have you uh, both emotional and exhilarating uh, at different points during the story. And come on, I mean, we get Black Spider-Man. You get you get the, the symbiote Spider-Man here. So this is going to be a really awesome game. Uh, and then the combination of Peter Parker and Miles Morales, you get to see that relationship fleshed out a bit more, uh, as well as some characters we haven't really seen before in the Spider-Man universe to this scale, be it Venom, uh, Kraven, the Lizard. It's going to be really awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. The graphics look absolutely insane and being built specifically for ps5 uh, i do not think this thing is going to disappoint so it was unfortunate that they didn't give us any more regarding uh this you know uh, reveal date uh, for the game um or really anything more for the playstation showcase i'm, I'm honestly kind of disappointed and i'll talk about that more a little bit later Next one, uh, just the rest of the schedule, guys. So if you're looking forward to more stuff coming out from us, we'll try to become a little more regular. We got the uh, Summer Game Fest coming out June 8th, and you got stuff coming back-to-back. -back. Digital Devolver's presentation is also going to be on June 8th. Tribeca Game Spotlight June 9th. Uh, and then rolling on into June 11th, one week from today when I'm recording this, is going to be the Xbox uh, Game Showcase as well as a Starfield Direct that I think everybody's looking forward to. And then a PC Gaming Showcase. So I want to thank you guys for uh, sticking around on this video. Literally, I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and do what we can to make sure that we stay online, or I'll get the other guys to uh, hop back on as best they can to provide you some quality content. In the time that the video was playing and you heard me talking in the background, my camera ducked out twice. Um, so the <laughs> the current setup of uh, Omega is not really uh, you know very. Uh, quality for what we're trying to do by giving you guys a really great podcast uh but i hope that you stick with us if you liked uh us coming back first and foremost and if you like to see more stuff uh coming out of the g3 podcast uh, feel free to like subscribe share with a friend we really look forward to getting your feedback uh, again my uh deepest apologies that you know we haven't been able to be online in the last month that was uh chiefly due to my production setup here uh going completely awry trying to spot check that but again uh if you're anything like me and pc gamer and you you build your own pcs you hopefully know what i'm talking about when it comes to fail parts and this that and the other uh so a couple little recaps something i didn't talk about in the video because honestly i didn't want the video to get taken down uh we had another little title you might have heard of it before uh legend of zelda tears of the kingdom came out on may 8th um that thing has just been an absolute banger it's got an overall mighty open critic rating uh, 96 both for the um, average critics and, and the recommended so uh, that game is most definitely if not already the game of the year it is an absolute heavy contender and I've heard nothing but fantastic things uh, maybe we'll get snipe 90 to come on and 
and, and talk about it a little bit because um, I know he's been dipping a whole bunch of hours in there. I have not personally got to experience it yet myself, uh, but I've heard nothing but great things. Coming right up around the corner in two days, uh, we got Diablo 4. So uh, I, I can speak to this one a little bit. I got into uh, two of the different server tests and I thought the game was really awesome. Having never been in a Diablo game before, I think maybe, maybe, I somehow dabbled into the very first Diablo um, but it didn't really stick with me. This game has got me going. I want to get my hands on it. I want to get into it a little bit more um, and see you know, how that world... Uh, I've heard mixed reviews kind of on the story, but nevertheless, it's got an overall mighty uh, critic rating right now on OpenCritic, as well as 89 top critic score with a 90, 96% recommend. Uh, so this is probably going to be a contender for one of your game of the years. I'm just going to call it right now. Just expect it. Uh, also... Something that just came out, and I'm really looking forward to playing this, although you wouldn't know it by the shirt that I'm wearing. Street Fighter VI uh, out of Capcom has finally gone ahead and hit release, and the game looks awesome. I'm really excited to uh, do the actual Street Fighter-type uh, component to the game where you're going, and I've heard a lot of different takes where uh, you get to mold your character uh, based on different challenges from other Street Fighter characters, and... I'm probably not doing it any justice when I talk about this, but if there was ever to be a second coming of Street Fighter, this is that game with an overall mighty rating. Um, we got 92% uh, of open critic, 98% uh, critic recommend. I don't know why. Did I talk about this or did we have the video? I thought we had the video on this. Anywho, uh, we already talked about Summer Game Fest and a whole bunch of cool stuff coming up. Uh, that's it. I don't want to keep you guys any longer. Once again, thank you guys for checking out this video. Uh, we'll try to get it up as soon as uh, my rig will cooperate. Uh, that being said, once again, like, subscribe, share with a friend. We'll, we'll probably, there's no point in me even talking about uh, releases coming out in the next week because um, you guys will probably hear about it. Things are just going to take everything by storm and you're going to hear nothing but headlines left and right from the Summer Games Fest, the Xbox Showcase and everything. Uh, but feel free, if you want, get into the comment section. Let us know what you are looking forward to of the Xbox Game Showcase. We've got a lot of different titles out there that could possibly be, uh, you know, have a little more light shed on them or announced altogether. So if there's something you're really looking forward to, at least out of Xbox First Party, let us know. And uh, we'll go ahead and see if we can talk about that a little more. But with that, just remember, guys, gaming's greatest generation is one you guys are a part of.